forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, Hey. hey! It's for horses. It's Karen and Patrick Owen Ass Regan. Ass Regan Ass bitch. Um, I'm so happy to see you. It's been welcome to we keep oh, fuck it's me. like what are we doing? What anymore? is this? Welcome, welcome to, to Seek Treatment, a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. People oh my god. Are like um, people are being stupid towards us. No, people are being stupid towards us. A girl us. message for sure. Our, our last just us episode was, our, was our, the hardest I've ever laughed in my yeah, life. Yeah, we enjoyed it. And then I had a stranger sort of on Instagram kind of come forward and say that this was the worst episode she's it was the worst episode she'd ever Most heard. It was boring. It was boring episode she's ever heard, and we're better than this. Yeah, and unfortunately that was what we we're kind of going for. So <laughs> we might have to have a creative difference. I want to give her a shout out. Yeah, what's her Insta handle? Let's find it. Is this cyberbullying? I think yeah, we'll just let it go. Speaking of bullying. Okay, let's really. So I I posted a tweet that basically I noticed. Um, yeah. I noticed this tweet back in August twenty first inside the day back August twenty first. <laughs> I went in the same brain and um and it was because it was right after Bethany announced Bethany Frankel announced she was leaving mm-hmm. Real Housewives of New York and I said what is going through this girl's head and I went to her Twitter and her last tweet mm-hmm. on August twenty first before announcing she was leaving the show was this exact <laughs> quote. It was. I, I just quickly read someone saying that Meghan Markle is being bullied, question mark. I just quickly read someone <laughs> that, that Meghan Markle is, is being bullied, question mark. mark. As if to start kind of like a national conversation. Like if you're Bethany Frankel, you've never met Meghan Markle, you know that like you're both kind of famous and, and for, <laughs> casually have no information about it, but just like open it up to her millions of followers. Like I heard she's being bullied. And you have the no way she, <laughs> that's the first thing. And the way she phrased it is the mo- more interesting thing. No, right. no, no. The most interesting part is that she's worried that Meghan Markle is being, being bullied. bullied. Now, yeah. now bullied. Now that's something that comes when we think of maybe a kid being you know, kicked on the playground. Mm-hmm. No, adult bullying. Adult bullying. Adult bullying of a princess. What is she, a crown? A queen? What, she's what a, is she? A she, duchess? She is a princess, but a I duchess? think she's also like something else. Okay, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. It's like the, and plus the Baron of I Lanchester. Know, like the um, Princess of Wales, Diana. What's she's that? Wait, why can't we stop talking about Diana on this pod? I don't know, but it's okay. I'm trying, it's like every day, I delete Seamless and re-download it. I'm just going to download... I'm going to order some food to this venue. That's me with two dots. I'll say it. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I know, Patrick. Oh, um, vegan. Um, so what are, you do- what are you doing? What's your deal? With what I'm ordering? No, I mean today, every day. Well, I have Joe's Pub tonight. It's my first time doing an hour since Edinburgh. Wow. I haven't told you that. Is that how you say it? When Edinburgh. you get down to it? Yeah. yeah. When you get down to brass tax, you do say I it. I have that no way. shame. I have no discomfort in saying that. Yeah. I, for me, every time I um start, mm-hmm. Edinburgh, for me, it's like um, me trying to say Edinburgh mm-hmm. is, is like a real housewife saying, mm-hmm. trying to say the word texts. <laughs> no real housewife actually in history has ever successfully what said the word. What do they word. say? They say tets. No, Te- they don't. Tetsises. I what? got a text. You sent me tetses that were bitchy, what? mean, bullying. Yeah. That's so crazy. Listen to any housewife, specifically, uh, uh, Teresa Godice has had some uh-huh. really interesting interpretations of how <laughs> how you might pronounce the word text. Interpret, uh, she interprets the text of the word text. <laughs> yeah. Now, Patrick Enrique, I don't think I told you about this, but I had a full 
full breakdown this week. Remember last week I was feeling a little shaky, I, I know. a little I weird. We haven't because we haven't really connected. I know. So I let know. me tell you what happened. So basically, um, that was Friday, and then Saturday I went to this like park picnic. I started getting really anxious. Wait, what was that? Patrick Riley's park birthday. Felt comfortable not including me. You don't really like, you know. But what you I, know, my boyfriend Ange is working closely with him this week. Do you know what I said though? That someone was like, "Where's Pat?" And I was like, "Pat wouldn't like this." Oh yeah, totally. What was, was it? Sitting in the park drinking wine. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I was like, for don't. me, it would be just sitting in the park <laughs> with with drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it would be for me. I, I felt the similar thing. I was kind of like, I guess I'm drinking because like that's kind of the activity at yeah. the end. Not that everyone was. Anyways, the point is. At that event, okay, I if you were at Catherine, it was coming. Going on record, if you were at Patrick Riley's picnic <laughs> for the lunch, you have a problem. Get seek treatment. It's <laughs> not true. Actually, the birthday boy himself wasn't drinking because he was too hungover. Oh really? <laughs> Which we love. We stand. Da- Hair of the Check dog. out his music. Hair Check out his music. Hair of the dog. The you. But Angela's working on his music video this week. Oh, amazing! Well, I love Patrick and I love his music, and we grew up together. Meaning, wow. we hung out a few times in high school. Now, so at the park, it started getting really anxious, and I decided to take a car home, and I kind of instantly fell asleep. Woke up to the show, and then like. It's getting boring, but Sun Monday. Go into your moth storytelling bag. Take out every little all trick tool, you learned. All the tools I have. Um, wow, Sunday. What happened? Let me just look at my calendar because it'll ignite something special. That's why I wish I kept a calendar, and that kind of leads me to say what I'm actually going to start doing moving forward. Okay, because listen, I um I've been doing Artist Way. I've oh, been real, right. and I've been really public about that. And so one of the things about Artist Way is that you have to do an artist date every week, which is just you time. You can do whatever you want, but it has to be just you. So my first actual, this is sad, three artist dates were all going to Williamsburg Cinemas to see it chapter two. I'm writing that into the, the my pilot. Ready or not. I'm going to see it too. Alone <laughs> Ready theaters. or not. And uh, um, Brad, Spith, uh, Brad Pitt. Straight person in space movie. And I... Brad Spitz. Brad (laughs) This week I'm doing... I'm learning how to bullet journal. Oh, I don't know. I know, I know. I know it's it's such an eye roll, especially for me. But you'll probably like it. I think I will. And I think it will organize my brain in an artful way. And I I just... I've spent... I keep buying the wrong kinds of markers for it. Yeah. So I've at this point spent upwards of like $60 on different types of markers. But I just, before we got here, uh-huh. went to Target. Uh-huh. Target. Hilarious. Like, it's like, and it's like, is that the best joke you have? I truly. And that is the best joke they have. That's, that's like, the best joke someone has. If you say Target, that's the best joke you and have. it's like the, the logo is a Target. So I'm not even convinced that that's how you meant to say it. Like how? What? Because their whole point is it's pronounced Target. No, the whole the whole point is, that is they're that, kind of joking and making it kind of fancy. Like, oh, you, know, oh, you mean oh, like like it's like Target's kind of shitty. It's like oh, Target. Oh my god, that's literally um. That's Isn't di- that the joke? That's di- okay. That's, if I'm wrong, I'll be really no. That's probably true. But I literally because I didn't that didn't even register to me as like a plausible joke someone yeah. would attempt to make. So I thought it was they were saying that. Target, the company, actually meant for you to call it Target. Oh, no, no, But no. that's on the, of the same ilk as Dane Cook, um, oh. BK Lounge. He was like, I looked at Burger King or I looked called the BK Lounge. So I Fucking to, hilarious. I had to say it when I was 14. I thought, I thought Dane Cook was like the funniest. Okay, so that's one of your major influences, Dane Cook? <laughs> like kind of, honestly, kind of actually <laughs> Yeah, is. that makes sense. But when you're 14, it's so, like, when you're 14. What is it about being 14? Because when you're 14. 14 and someone plays Dane Cook for you, you got to laugh at him. So Sunday I was um, opening for one of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah. And everyone at the venue, uh, everyone who worked at the venue, not the bands, uh, all the, the sound guys were treating me like I was fucking a piece of trash. Oh, really? That had stuck to their shoe and they were annoyed that it was on their shoe. Wow. Sound guys have trouble with you. Um, yeah. Sound guys fucking hate me. You know why? Here's, I have, a few, actually, I have, this is actually something that happens to me a lot. I think. 
because I do music, but I'm not a musician. I'm a comedian. They like don't get what I'm doing and they're annoyed when I ask for favors. They don't really know what they're like. They'll ask me something. And I don't really know the language. So I just kind of say, oh, I actually wanted to do this. And they, they think I'm stupid because I don't know the language. But I'm like, I'm not in a band. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All I asked was, could they play a karaoke track that I sent, emailed them? Yeah. And they're like, you're gonna have to bring your own laptop. Why does that. everyone make you bring your own laptop? So I brought my own laptop, like a fucking pleb, fucking loser. Yeah. And then I, they're like, I'm like, okay, so just, can someone just press this for me? I'm just gonna say hit it. It's really simple. Um, it's really casual. I'll just say hit it. And the guy was like, I actually don't feel comfortable what? asking someone, someone of my staff to do that for you. So can you, can we plug it in? You can press it yourself. What? And I was like, are you fucking on? on? This guy was treating me like I was fucking garbage. And then he was so rude to me. And so I'm just like trying to I'm like keep it. So when strangers are rude to me, like I instantly start to cry. I was like, please don't cry in front of this man. Like, don't cry in front of this. Yeah. You're a grown woman. Don't cry in front of this grown ass man. <laughs> and um, I just sucked it up and I was like, okay, I'll just press it myself. Oh my God. And then the other thing was that, um, actually I won't talk about the other thing on, on, on pod. But you, should have I, actually, you should have absolutely, did you at least like give a nod to it in the show? Like almost shade. Like, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and course, press this myself. If you think I didn't talk about it the entire time, like, <laughs> you know, I literally, I'm a DJ. Okay. About to fuck myself. Go absolutely off. No, the, the, I think the other issue, so it's that is one thing. And then I, another, another thing I've noticed about showing up at venues is when I'm dressed in my really sparkly, like really girly femme outfits, like I like to wear, uh-huh. or I'm wearing a lot of makeup or I'm kind of like overdressed for like a normal day. And I show up at a venue the people who work there, they treat me like I'm some sort of stupid slut. They don't understand that it's a comment. Yeah, or they don't understand, like, they can't that handle it. They, they don't can't, understand that it's not a, it's it's not a, not a comment. comment. It's actually yeah. using my style. <laughs> but I think people can't handle, like, radical femininity. I know, they can't. And they, they can't. And they can't handle Do I sound stupid? No. It's just like people have really talked down to me when I dress up nice. Totally. People respect me. If I was going to wear, like, I'm wearing pants and a t shirt today, like, people would also, respect me. And you're also wearing a blazer. Which is today. medicine. Wait, someone recently. No, wearing told a blazer me. is medicine. Like, if something's going wrong, I'm like, I guess maybe I put on a blazer and my fix will be happening. Someone recently. My fix will be happening. Someone recently told me that in 2004, high school girls, it was in vogue for teenage girls to wear blazers. I don't remember that. Yeah, the Gossip Girl vibes. In 2004? Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't remember I guess. that. I remember it. No one in my school was wearing blazers. Well, they were in school because you had to for the uniform. Who was talking to you about 2004 so blatantly? Actually, Ange was saying, because he was saying <laughs> that when his sister was a senior, it was like okay. in vogue to wear blazers. And then I did the math and okay. I was like, that would have been 2004. So Ange is a historian. He was a, histor- a fashion historian. Finish my story. But whatever. The, sh- the thing is, the show ended up being fucking amazing and I had the best time and I love that band. But I just don't like when venue people talk down to me or act like I'm stupid or act like I'm too like girly to yeah, be like yeah. in a rock venue. I'm like, grow the fuck up. Totally. And, but the show was great and the crowd was really sweet. And afterwards the sound guy was like, nice job. Hey. And I was like, you? <laughs> About earlier. <laughs> I, I completely underestimated you. No. <laughs> I looked at you and I thought I knew your whole story and what you did up there. <laughs> you taught me a lot tonight. I was nervous for the show, but it went well. When he said good job, I just walked up the stairs. Um, wait, I was so like, fuck you. My next artist date is going to be going to see but, Slave Play. I'm oh, broad. cool. That's I've seen it. It's great. And um, then Oh, my, that was I, so cute. You texted me that. I know. I thought you thought I was mad at you, and that's and why you, you texted me. And you me. passed me along to Megan Ass Pope. And then, I was mad at you because I didn't like the text you sent before that text. What was the text about before that text? About Kim. About being Kim Cattrall. Oh, what do you mean? I was like, just do it. No, I'm mad about that. Okay. And... um. So, slip. Okay, now you're furious. Yeah, because. Okay, we'll talk about it after. Um, and um, I get what you're saying because I. No, actually, I don't even think you do get what I'm saying. Okay, I don't. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. We'll talk. We have to talk about it after. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm not upset or ruffled by this. Neither am I. <laughs> At all. I actually. Uh, but wait, but hold for five. At all. <laughs> 
at all. Uh, okay, so um, you're gonna so, go see Slate Play, and then my next week, I've decided because I'm trying to figure out what I'll do because I can't keep seeing movies. And my next week after that, for my artist date, I'm gonna get my hole waxed. Oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> I do a really fun show every Wednesday at Club Coming. If you want to come check that out for your artist date one week, totally. <laughs> you imagine you coming to watch and just like just like going absolutely uh, off. I have. Your voice just cracked. So what happened was that Sunday, anyways, that put me in kind of a weird state at the show. And then Monday I woke up. Yeah, you didn't answer that Kim Cattrall text. I was like, I don't, I knew it was like a long story. I know story. you think I'm, I'm annoying about that stuff, but. No, the thing is, I fear that you're right and I'm scared of. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it after. Okay, the thing is, that put me in a weird state. So Monday I felt good. And then Monday, Tuesday morning I woke up just a little depressed. And then I was in a bad mood, didn't want to do some auditions. And then I went, here's where it happened. I was on the train going to Brooklyn to do a quick VO thing. And I had this like tingle in my nose, in my face. And sometimes when I get migraines, I have like tingling in my face and hands. So usually I write it off, but I've been already like really anxious from Saturday and from the weekend. And all of a sudden I was like, why is my face tingling? I think I'm dying. The face tingling turned into like a truly full body tingling, mostly on my left side, my hands, my arms, my feet. Everything was tingling and I was meeting a friend for drinks and she was like, just get really drunk. And I was like, okay. So I just got really drunk and my whole body was tingling. And I was just like, I got home and just like had a full blown panic attack. Like was sobbing on the floor. Like, cause you were tingling. Yeah. Like heaving, sobbing, like convinced I was like dying. Um, I know it sounds like obviously talking about it now, like it seems silly, yeah. but it's like in the moment I was like, I'm dying. Like my whole body's tingling. I have some sort of neurological disorder. I had a full breakdown, which is like, I, just like that panic attack feeling where you can't stop crying. You just feel like you're going fucking nuts. Yeah. I, yeah. So I woke up the next morning and um, was just really shaky and upset. And I ended up going to City MD. Wow. To make sure I was okay. And as soon as the doctor did like a and neurological they all, test. And they're all kind of like neurological surgeons. So they know. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of renowned exactly. surgeons there. So when I told this story at Club Coming, it like was funny. And now it sounds like really sad. But the point is, he did all those like brain, like touch your nose to whatever. And as soon as he said he thought I was fine, that it was just stress, like everything went away. And I was like, I'm fine. And then I went to therapy. And we decided, we decided I'm going to go twice a week and maybe get on something. But it was just like, and once, then finally yesterday for the first time, I felt free. Um, Sorry, I'm getting the worst text. Are you okay? I'm totally. But now I'm mad that now I'm mad at you that you didn't answer the Kim Kattrall. Like, I thought okay. you just like didn't like see it slash answer. But now that I know you're like on their side against me, I'm not on their side. You're Sarah. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, I don't this, need your. Hey, honey, there's worse things to be than Sarah Jessica Parker. I, are there? Just kidding, Sarah. If you're listening, I would love to work with you this fall. Um, it was funny. I was being so funny with the doctor at City MD and with the nurses. Don't he was you like, love that? He's like, you don't have a history of this, and I was like, yeah, but I have a history of thinking I'm dying. He's like, we see a lot of that here. Sometimes, I'm like, I know. Sometimes when I'm at the doctor, it's like I love to just be the most laid back girls girl they've ever worked oh, with. I'm, I'm always like that at the doctor. I'm so fucking. I'm I'm never funnier than when I'm at the doctor. I'm Me, fucking on. Even fire. though I'm not being funny, I'm just being like, listen, like I. I know. Like I just see us as friends at this I point. I know. Um, it's like wine and cheese at my house. I say, hey, listen, I work for you. Doctor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll the point is, forget. I am going to go see my neurologist at the end of the month, but I think it was just an anxiety attack that caused tingling in my whole body. And now I've been, I have a new lease on life. I've I'll been feeling really good since then. I'll never forget that um, when you used to get your uh, hernia checked in the doctor when you were little. Uh, Girls don't really do that. I know what boys do, and they grab your balls. Okay. And you cough. Okay. And when I was little, I first okay. was like, let me just like, like I remember, I remember like the last time I was young enough to like for them to do, kind of really do that. I was mm-hmm. like kind of like into it I had like a man doctor he wasn't hot really but I still was like someone's touching my balls that's huge mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. um what should I order for food 
Um, I don't know. Whatever you want, truly. I'm doing trying to do health. My food stuff's been really out of control lately. Yeah. But by that, it's not even that I'm eating too much. It's that I just, everything I eat, I feel so guilty about it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. That's, it's that's, actually, that's the I, journey. When I look at what I've eaten, I'm like, that's actually not a crazy thing to eat. It's I'm, just like, yeah. I feel like shit I'm, doing it. I'm once again trying to practice radical self-love. I am getting weight because I can't run, but I'm practicing radical self-love and I don't care. Should I do that too? Maybe. I mean, I, I always try to do it and it's hard. It is hard. But you just have to be like, no matter what, I'm fine. You have to give yourself unconditional positive regard, which is really difficult to that do. That is so hard. How do I? Okay, there's a place called Sassy Salad. Should I order there or kill myself? On Sassy. Um, I've been. Um, Tell me. I've been like doing good about writing. So that feels really good. I know. I'm really impressed. You've really been like working. I know. That's been fun and good. I'm trying to do that too, but. But what? Uh, no, I actually have, I have been actually writing more than I have in the past. I'm now I'm working on a project, but I think when you're working on something that's like longer term, there are, you have to sometimes be waiting for like notes or responses or things. So it's like what, when I get those days where I'm off, then it's yeah. hard to get back into the groove. Totally. What I need to do is like try and write even on days when I don't have something due. Yeah. But I also don't necessarily want to or think that's productive. So it's just tricky. It's just, I think well, the whole thing is radical self-love and not being so mean to myself. Yeah. But even if. Is it, I'm not being funny at all. I'm sorry. It's okay. Even if you, um. Even if you just write just to not have that feeling of having it to be difficult to yeah. get back, then it is productive. And maybe by happenstance, you'll write something you really like. I feel distracted. Can I just put this in and then we can come back to it? Yeah. Okay, we'll just take a quick pause. Oh, my God. So mm-hmm. anyways, now um, Catherine's indisposed at the moment. And so I'm going to go on a monologue about something that's really special that's happening right now. And it's mm-hmm. honestly, there's more drama right now in the world track and field than there's truly ever been because um, – Literally, it's uh, it's global championships, right? It's World Championships Week, which is World Championships happen every other year, and one of the off years is the Olympics, which are essentially the World Championships. And so then one year there's nothing. So we're in a World Championships year. Last year was a nothing year. So it's like for two years we've been waiting for this. Everyone's in Doha, Qatar, if you can believe, where it's say with me illegal to be gay, and um, they're all competing now. Meanwhile, there was there is this coach Alberto Salazar who was. Um, who was one of our best marathoners in the 80s, I would say. And I even might be wrong time frame-wise, but I'm going to go ahead and say it on my podcast bravely. And Alberto Salazar was a very good marathoner. And <clears throat> in the 2000s, to kind of use that as a term for a decade, he became um, a coach for a, something, a team called the Nike Oregon Project, which previously was called Athletics West. But then famously, Mary Decker Slaney, who was a really good runner in the late 80s, early 90s, got busted for... Um, doping and they kind of rebranded as Nike Oregon Project and the purpose of Nike Oregon Project in the very beginning was to uh, get Americans on a level where they can be competitive in the distance events with the East Africans because there was such a big gap in the 90s we really sucked at distance it was really crazy and so Alberto Salazar for one he's he's just this kind of like he's become in his old age this kind of like mad scientist figure where um he just is obsessed with what he calls gray area doping, where it's like, say, uh, say USADA, USA doping agency or whatever, um, has a rule where it's like you, uh, this this substance is a banned substance, but to allow for some kind of margin for error, you're, we won't ban you if you have up to this amount of the substance in. Like he will inject his his um, athletes with like that amount, so it's like shady and it's against kind of the spirit of the law, but like 
technically he, he was like really diligent about not breaking rules. And he was really open about the fact that like he'll do whatever it takes to win. And so he gets a lot of really good athletes. He used to get all the best American athletes. Um, and he famously kind of like adopt, not adopted, but like started coaching this uh, teenager, Galen Rupp in like 2003, who has now become our best distance runner. And he's coached him all through adulthood. And now he's like maybe 32 or even 32 plus. And um, so back in 2000, so in like 2010, it started, there started to be all these like shady rumors about him where it was like um, upper Rosales are cheats. He's not doing stuff. And there was like other distance runners, especially from other brands, like not Nike and even like Nike people not in that group started like really kind of alluding that he was doing shady shit. And it was always this like black cloud over that group kind of, but people still kept joining it. But what I will say is less Americans joined it and it's become kind of more of an international group. But every time an athlete goes there, um, it's always kind of like, wow, like you might be doping now. And that's just kind of like the MO of the group. Then in 2013, Salazar's former absolute protege, Cara Goucher, who was his athlete in 2008 and completely reinvented her whole career. And the two kind of used to be synonymous. Um, She leaves the group, leaves Nike, uh, moves back to her college coach, Mark Wentmore, and um, she comes out uh, with this interview where she, like, gives all the tea about Salazar. And he's like, he's doing this, this, and this. He's injecting this. Like, he's like, doing bad shit. Like, that's why I left. Like, it's bad. So she, as a kind of opinionated woman, got absolutely torn to shreds by the running community. And um, But then this BBC report came out that, like, that kind of blew up his whole spot. And that was in maybe 2015. And so for the past four years, there's been this thing. And every time Cara Goucher, who's not very good anymore, gets interviewed, she's always like, I swear the truth will come out. The truth will come out. And now it became something people would make fun of. Like she was this kind of attention seeking whore. And then, so now fast forward, fast forward. Now, meanwhile, there's this new balance runner called Jenny Simpson, who's actually one of my favorites. And I interviewed her once at the fifth Avenue mile in 2000, I want to say 17. And, um, she is brilliant. She has won four global championships, and I just think she has a good head on her shoulders. And I, I fell in love with her during an interview that she did in front of an indoor pool in 2009 after she broke the American collegiate record for 5K. And it was shocking. She made the Olympics. She used to be a steeplechase runner. She made the Olympics as a junior in college, and she, um, she has made every Olympic since then. And she's won four global championship medals in the 1500 because she shocked the world in 2009 when she was a senior in college primarily known as a steeplechaser when she ran 359 for a 1500 and only four women in history at that point in American history had ever broke four minutes for 1500. So it was like mind blowing. She has gone on to win four global championship medals in the 1500, which is truly impossible. Like we never win medals over 800. And so for her to win four is this crazy consistency. And she's become this kind of like legend in the sport. Now, we're at World Championships. Everyone's kind of forgot about all the Salazar stuff, but he has all these athletes. One of his one of his female athletes runs the 10K, Safan Hassan, who was born in Ethiopia but lives in Oregon but runs for the Netherlands. Now you've heard every single ass thing. And she runs the 10K, closes a 30-minute 10K in a 418 mile, which is that would be that would be a top five time in the world for a mile for a woman. So everyone's like, this lady's doped the absolute gills. Then third day of world championships. <laughs> news breaks that Alberto Salazar found guilty of doping by uh, whatever, some arbitration court banned for four years. Don't no even knew it was still going on. They announced it in the middle of world championships. Everyone goes absolute gaga over it. His, a bunch of his athletes are competing. Jenny Simpson gets interviewed by the media after her first round of her 1500 and she goes absolutely off. And I like love her, but she kind of earned the right to just go off and like absolutely go there. And she was like, get him out, like get cheaters out. Like, I don't feel bad for anyone who's like, if you cho- choose to work with that group, like I don't feel bad for you. And like, um, 
And yeah, she's like, I'm not saying who's cheating and who's not, but like, if you're if, at this point in time, if you've chosen in like 2018 to go work with Albert Salazar with everything we know, then like, I don't feel bad for you if you have a cloud of suspicion now. Then, so it was like this really crazy, like, um, scandalous interview. And then Craig Engels, one of the newest members of the, uh, of the Nike Oregon project, the, the Albert Salazar coached group, he runs his first run of the 1500 and, and they're interviewing him and they bring up the Jenny interview and he's like, that's fucking, he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, that was wild. Uh, Jenny, I had had, I had had breakfast with Jenny that morning and she was super nice to me. And then she gets in front of the camera and she goes off. She's just brutal. Like she's like, she needs to get off her high horse when she's in front of the camera. I like Jenny a lot in person, but, but she's just like wants attention and all this stuff. And then, and then Jenny ran her next round of her 1500 right after that. And they told her about, um, the remarks by Craig Engels. And she said, oh yeah, like, um. You know, I like Craig personally. And again, like I said, I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. And uh, and I'd be happy to talk to Craig. But unfortunately, I don't take back anything I said. <laughs> yes, babe. It was huge. Wow. That's that's cuckoo. Was that interesting? Yeah, it was interesting. Okay. Sorry. I um, I decided to sort of curveball. I'm, I'm getting a um, a Mexican chopped salad with guacamole and oh, chicken on it. Oh, that sounds absolutely exquisite. And then I chose to actually go ahead and add the side of chips and salsa. Oh, that's something that I haven't been struggling with lately. I've always been like... Even when I go to a place like Chopped, I've been able to say no bread no, no for to me bread. today. Yeah, I was at a Chopped, and I texted you about this because the Chopped was so slow, and I'm like, "Honey, I'd rather I can go to a steakhouse at this point." My like, God, I, know. So I, I come to Chopped, and sometimes you know, you know what it is? Chopped employees should get thirty an hour. It ha- they should, and it happens at Sweet Green too because the thing is, they're worked so hard during the lunch rush. That yeah, if you go in in the afternoon, it's like there's it's. I don't blame them for taking their sweet totally. time to get my salad, totally. but it's like I'm a girl who intermittent fasts. Like, <laughs> I don't eat until three, two, <laughs> or three TikTok, p.m. TikTok, TikTok. So it's like TikTok, I go, I come in at a two, I come in at a three. Like I still deserve the service at a lunch rush. The <laughs> corporate horror. Gets. Yeah. Just because I work late, I start my window later. If I start my window earlier, I'd be at the lunch rush. My queen. The way that those chopped employees have to know how to work the um the I semicircle know. knife. The I way mean, that they beautiful. have to with speed figure and skating. precision. Figure skating figure comes skating. to mind. Whatever a Nassau employee gets paid, that's what a chopped person should get paid. You know, we should be whatever the next like joke sports movie is, like obviously we should be the commentators in these fucking head Oh my god. Like Elizabeth Banks and that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. I feel bad that I can't remember. You know what's funny about? Yeah. And what movie is that? Yeah, we should oh, be that. I, you, you, so you made the choice to go ahead and see Pitch Perfect. Acapella as a sport. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I sport. think Acapella is a sport. <laughs> that famous sports movie, Pitch Perfect. <laughs> and they treat it like For sports style. Color, I never well, it's saw a con- it. Okay, any movie where there's a contest, okay? Yeah, totally. So if there's a contest, it's sports. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um, How are you? Well, I was really glad I got to go just absolutely off. I'm, I'm obviously thinking about um, I know that okay. drama. Kim. No, no, not Kim. Oh. But the drop, I just like that. But I am thinking about Kim too, and I'm furious. But wait, what was I going to say? Did it dealt with child? Oh, no, you know what? You know what you it's said? About, that was so funny. About, 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 what? Well, you said that was so funny that I called you the, when I was taking my anxiety spiral. I was like, I have a bug bite on my boob. And, and oh, yeah. I'm really freaking out. And you're, what you said was so funny. You're like, is it, how close is it to the nipple? Yeah. And I was like, it's actually right next to the nipple. And you're like, that's the worst because now it looks like you have two nipples. Yeah. But it begs the and question. People might think that's real. But it begs the and question. if you have two nipples, like, that's cool. But, but it begs the question. Why wouldn't a bite on somewhere else my boobs still look like another nipple? Are you saying that having two, it looks like my nipple's big? No. I mean, if it's like, I was picturing it as like uh-huh. on the boob for sure. Kind of like yeah. a space and then the bite. Oh, see, it was con- it was next. Oh, connected that's better. To the that's better. That it's connected? Um, it only is better. That it's still terrible that it's connected. <laughs> but it's better because it doesn't look like you have a third nipple. I'm going to look And I it. knew someone with a third nipple. And I, I did. It's actually completely gone. I wish that was the food, but I know in my heart that it's not. Yeah. Wait, you know what song I accidentally like? 
Speaking mm-hmm. of, um, what's that woman's name again? Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. I accidentally like the song, Don't Call Me Angel. That was, I, could, I can't do the tune, evidently, but it's <laughs> Don't Call Me Angel. Miley. Lo- it's like literally a group of people who have absolutely never met before. Yeah. Ariana, Miley, and oh, uh, Lana. Lo- it's like, I love that. <laughs> literally the most oh, random I know what you're talking about, but I people. haven't chosen to listen to that yet. It's like literally, like, how do they decide that trio? A random ass group. Random ass group. Um, what were you going to say, though, before the nipple bug? That was what I was going to say. That I accidentally like oh, that song. Okay. <laughs> because it dealt with Elizabeth Angs. Sure. But don't you think we'd be so good in those roles? Totally. Like in little suits and like with our, because I see you, in, you got a flash, but when I said the word figure skating, I got a flash of us. Oh, so yeah. I should put that out to all the hot, hot producers, such as that girl Sophie who works for Netflix, aka the one who broke into the event. And Wait, she works work. for Netflix? No, she doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. In my mind, she worked at Netflix until she was kicked out of the event. <laughs> <laughs> and if in my mind, you work at Netflix, like that is beautiful. I, I know. I didn't mean to shit talk Webster Hall, but it's just a like a lot of people are always telling me they, tre- work at they treated Netflix. me bad. People, I can't think of a single. I would say one. two of the sound people were really nice to me. It was just this one guy. I would say two out of three people told me they work at Netflix. And I would say I'm so sensitive that if you're actually just treating me normal, it's considered. I, I assume it's rude. Are you gonna watch the new Hills? Um, you, you never watched the old Hills, I bet. I didn't really. I kind of would watch it like when I flipped. It's on. so funny to watch it now. Like, Can we, so I would love to watch it now. It's literally so funny when we watch it now. Because um, I'm watching now again. I'll say Pluto TV, which is ruining my life. Because what is it has Pluto a, TV? It's some app that um, I, uh, it's some app that I found out about that um, they have like certain channels. Like there's one channel that like live TV only plays The Hills 24 seven over and over and over again. So the it's a website series. that's free. It's an app that's free. Okay. Yeah, there's Pluto. commercials for sure, but. <laughs> I'm in this economy, who doesn't? I put it on when I'm cleaning my room because you know when you don't feel like you're cleaning your room, but like, oh, I just, it helps me to hear like the ASMR of like Whitney Port's like 2006 <laughs> voice. When I see a picture of her like today, I'm like, yeah, is all she of them. okay? Because then I, you know, since she I She has got, a look of death in her eyes. Yeah. Is and, this rude? Am I being rude? No, no, no. I support women, but yeah, she looks we scary. Support, yeah, and it's also like, we're not <laughs> saying she, she, objectively she looks good, I'm sure, but it's, not, yeah. it's just like she's lost a sparkle. No, she's a beautiful woman, but there's a, there's a, uh, joylessness in her deep, deep, deep in her eyes. And I'll never forget. Comes through on the red carpet images. You know what happened to me one time? Hmm. I actually, in my 20s, in the height of my substance abuse, had been up all night, was going to interview on the Upper East Side to be a nanny, which I had never done before. And Imagine. I didn't realize it would come, come back to my life in a huge way a decade <laughs> later. And I'm interviewing, and on my way to the Upper East Side, I'm absolutely like haven't slept in two days, didn't book the job, if you can believe. I pass a event that, um, well, isn't an event. I pass like a store that's, and... Bam pulls up, people get out, set up a small step and repeat. Whitney Port comes out and they take her picture in front of the step and repeat. She had people. Wait, wait, wait. Unless I hallucinated it. Wait, can you tell? You started. I think I hallucinated that. No. Because I, <laughs> I did sometimes hallucinate things. Well, that would seem like in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I never considered that. It may not be real. So basically, like, a Bam pulls up. Where? Upper East Side somewhere. It's a street. Just on the street. In on the street. Like on the building? curb. In front of a building. But it wasn't. The building was not a building of special no enough where I don't remember anything about the building. A building of no remark. Is that a phrase? No remark? Yeah, it can be. And Whitney Port. That's not the word I'm looking for. People get out and set up like a, a step and repeat, a small step and repeat. <laughs> and Whitney Port gets out and they start taking only Whitney Port's picture in front of a step and repeat. I like hope Whitney, to God that's true. Whitney Port had people set up a step and repeat. A fake event. A fake event. And this is we're talking about about maybe six years post Hills. And um, What was she wearing? Now that I don't remember, yeah. I just remember being like, like, a len- like a denim Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah, I think it was like white for some reason, but okay. that's just how I would picture someone on a red carpet. Wearing but, white? 
I guess. Okay. Yeah. Whit- a, Whitney, a wedding of sorts. A Whitney pour, a Whitney type. Yeah. I would picture wearing white on a red it's carpet. Beautiful. Don't ask me what I mean by that. Don't <laughs> oh ask me God. what I mean by that. Our Gia's just walked in. Oh my God. I wish that guacamole was here. I know. I ordered um, food. But anyways, But like a salad, so it doesn't count. Since I've been getting back into the hills, I've been Googling um, Kristen Cavallari interview all the time. And she truly has done an interview every single day since Laguna <laughs> Beach where um, she kind of talks about like everything, like what it was like being a teen on Laguna Beach. Uh-huh. and like um, How old were they? They were actually, um, she was a junior season one and everyone else was seniors. So she well, was, her and Talon was she like, were So she was juniors. like 16 years old? Yeah. That should be illegal to put a 16-year-old on TV like that. That's June, so cruel. I, I don't want to get my mom canceled. but I don't think so. We'll get her canceled. But you remember what I said? I'm, I remember I was, I was watching TV in her room, which I kind of is where I kind of had to go to if I wanted to watch kind of the off-color MTV fair. Mm-hmm. And, um, because there was like a door? Down, well, downstairs was like the family room. It's no, like I kids understand. might see. You know? The open, open flow kind of family style. And mom was like, I don't want to see that. You want to go, go upstairs? Oh, that's so funny. Because yeah, I was like the, the, the kids around. Yeah, it was where you went to, to really watch the, the good stuff. So I'm, <laughs> I'm up there watching Laguna <laughs> Being so excited walking up the stairs. It's actually it's actually episode one now. I'm remembering because wow. it was the shot where we when we first opened on Christ, on mm-hmm. Kristen in episode one of Laguna Beach, she is floating on a floaty in her pool and she mm. in a red bathing suit and she gets out and my mom came in and saw it and she said I could tell this is real because these girls aren't like stick figures per se. <gasps> they are stick figures. <laughs> Should we edit that out? No, I just like I'm canceling your mom. No, don't cancel my mom. She just meant like she meant like oh those aren't like. Like there was, they didn't look like Misha Barton. Like they were like real people. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I don't know a lot of real people who look like cast members of the Hills. No, this isn't the Hills. This is Laguna Beach. Oh, am I tired? Maybe. Can I tell you something that actually I can't believe I brought it up yet? You know that I have a personal trainer now, and I saw her three times this week. I'm worried about my mom. Thing. Should we cut it? Cut it? No, I don't know. No one get mad at my mom. She was just like <laughs> she was like folding socks or something. She's so yeah. She's and she's your mom is the sweetest. <laughs> I wish I got a diet coke. I know. Are you proud of oh, me? Oh, guess what? What? I go, uh, to, I go to fucking Shake Shack to get a meal I haven't eaten all day. Uh, go in. Of course I'm going to go. Of course I get my typical double check burger and no bun. Oh and I go, and I go, and this is very me in my late, my late 30th year. No, this is me in my late 31st year. The last two months I've been addicted to this product, Coke Zero. Delicious. It's, it's Diet Coke for men. I go, I Diet Coke for finally for, for guys. Yeah. Um, no for the shame. boys. No yeah. shame. <laughs> no shame. Even that trim, trim, trim. <laughs> I go, I'll have a large Coke Zero. Guy looks at me. It's the guy that we always see. He goes, actually, we uh, soda machine isn't working. It's coming out flat. It's all this time. He goes, it's coming out flat. I actually, actually really like flat soda. So I go, disgusting. So I go, can I just have it flat? He goes, I can't serve it. And I'm like, okay, then, and, and he was like, so I was like, okay, then that's it. And he's like, no drink. And I was like, no drink today wow. for me. So maybe you better think about your the choices you've made. But are you proud that I personal trained three times this week? That's amazing. Me, picture me at the gym. Yeah, you are, you're a gym queen. Yeah, but I haven't been in years. I haven't worked out in over a month. Well, I mean, this is my first time in months. Months. Drew Barrymore style. Drew Barrymore style. I've gained like 12,000 pounds since I got back from Edinburgh. I am. Um, I'm gaining weight, but I'm again, it's radical self-love. Sorry, I'm, I want to apologize to listeners that I'm sorry I'm not being funny today. Um, I'm not either, probably. I'm in business mode because I have to be somewhere after this. I know. I'm not business mode. But um, what was I going to say? Um, I dealt with what we were previously talking about. Oh, no, I forgot. We can and actually wrap it up on that note. We can actually wrap it up on that amazing note. End on a laugh, for sure. And literally bring in our guest. Ladies and gentlemen. Put, put your, your ears, ears open. open for Gracie Lawrence. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.